It's the Slightly Crap Film Podcast with me, Howell Roberts, and him, Ed Southall. How you doing, Ed? Hello, Hal Roberts. What's up? Um, nothing. I'm all right, actually. Everything's going okay. I've sculpted my beard, mate. It's. Um, I know it looks a bit eccentric to the to the human eye now, but I'm tell you now, I'm turning a few heads. Well, I would be if I didn't have to wear this mask. Magnum PI is all Ex- I can say. Exactly. <laughs> now. I don't have to wear the mask now because I'm on my own in my attic, so I'll just yeah. take it off. That's better. That's hey, be- I tell you, you wearing them with beards is quite tricky. Is it? So my wife tells me. Brunch. She's uh, no, going to go mad when she hears this. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't no, like anyone talking about her beard. Like, if you you need a really like long face mask for a beard, otherwise it just kind of. It just rolls up. It's a bit awkward. No, how do you do it? Are you starting? Do you use like paper clips and? Stuff? <laughs> how do you do it? How do a bit you do of glue. It? A bit of glue. <laughs> a bit of glue. Oh, <laughs> uh, I've tried my best. To, I got my jaws face mask, obviously, but uh, you can only wear it once, and then you have to put it in washer. And I've only got one, so I've had to buy um, a few for eaten. that reason. Well, I would have done, and I, I did. I bought some more Jaws ones, but then I got a message off the lady. It was a lady called Eva who was making the masks, but because they were suddenly made mandatory, she got overwhelmed and she sent me a really long message. The upshot was, I've refunded you. But I'm not kidding, it's the longest eBay oh. message I've ever had, Lester. <laughs> she was, like, proper stressed out, and she'd lost yeah. the labels, and she didn't know who'd ordered what and stuff. Oh, no. So, yeah, it was a real headache for her, bless her. Can I, can I just, before we continue, uh, uh, this, yeah. this is something listeners won't pick up on unless I mention it. Okay. You've got the wrong name on your T-shirt. Is Hal yeah. Roberts is wearing a T-shirt that says... James on the front. I know I got it off next door's line. Mad Jimmy. I was going to say you've nicked it, haven't you? Yeah, Mad Jimmy next door. <laughs> he sits in his garage <laughs> shouting. <laughs> Never knowing anything like it. Yeah, I've got my James T-shirt on in celebration of the wonderful band. Are there any um, other bands that have just got first names as their names of the bands? I don't know. We need to ask the listeners. Led. Uh, oh yeah, I've just had one just dropped in my head and then it fell out again. Martin. But, there's not a band called Martin. Is well, there? There's, there's, a, there's a there's a gap in the market. Right, let's form a band <laughs> called Martin. Maybe we could get our very good showbiz friend Martin Noon. He could like be the lead. Yeah, he could be the front man. That then it he would make more sense than than yeah. Howl and Ed renaming themselves Martin. That's yeah. a bit weird. Are you going to be a doc soon? Are you going to be a doctor when? Oh, you get stop your PhD it! You're done? teasing me and reminding no, me that I'm supposed to be doing other things. Because then we could things. be doc. We could be doc Martin. Can't we? Oh, that's quite a good. Doc Martin. Yeah. That's quite a good name for a band. We'll yeah. probably get no, sued. I, I, I like that you turned that into something amusing rather than lambasting me for not doing PhD. Okay, have you? How much of your PhD have you done it whilst we're in lockdown when you've had nothing else to do? <coughs> um, <laughs> Listeners, if you should, see, you should see his face now. He was like proper, proper upset. Then he was really angry. <laughs> could actually hear his toes curl at that moment that was brilliant if this was on tv that was like one of those golden moments i was only kidding i know you've had no time love it's a sensitive topic <laughs> is it you've hurt my feelings i haven't shut up have i yet I haven't hurt anyone's feelings since about 1986 when i wouldn't go with susan thingy to, to disco Oh dear. Well, maybe you should. Uh, I didn't have you got in touch with her to say sorry? Recently? No. No, she was nice. She had, she had Deirdre Rashid glasses. Do you know? Oh, she proper big, 
Deirdre's glasses. She was she was lovely actually. She was all right. This was in I, like 2004, wasn't it? No, this was in 1986, mate. Oh. This is when I was about 15. I didn't want to go to the disco with her. I wanted to keep my options open. Options gonna, open? Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, I, I, you know. The option of standing night, at the side swinging your knees. Yeah, the disco. Drink, <laughs> drinking top deck. When, um, when Move Closer came on, I wanted to be ready. Right. You know. And how did, how did that pan out? N- not very well. No, no. I just used to go crackers when uh, Come On Eileen came on. Didn't right. you? You still do, don't you? Oh, aye. If I hear that, it's chuffing buzzing, mate. If old Come On Eileen <laughs> comes on, it's it's chuffing brilliant. And it's quite a complex song. It's the sort of song everyone knows, but it's quite a complex song. Is I it know though? this, because Vest and Pants have been trying to work it out so we can play it. Uh, Vest and Pants okay. being... Um, is it in beat. is it in a normal time signature? Yes, it is, but well, it's, easier, it's got it? numerous key changes. Oh, that is tricky. Is it like a it, boy band where, where are you going to sit on stools and then stand up for the key change? Don't love me for fun, girl. <laughs> Let me be the one, girl. No, you can no. Got, you can hold a note there. That was quite impressive. <laughs> I can. I'd man. buy that. You, would you? No. Would you? <laughs> Would you? I might get down recording studio. I might, I might stream it at least once, <laughs> just for the game. Oh, it's all been happening in village, mate. Pub, oh, pubs reopened. Pubs reopened. Everyone's out there trying to get in. Turns out it's only opening Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Good. Kicking what, what, off t- ten a.m. to eleven a.m. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Lager Lynn, she was going bloody mental. She was. She's Lager the, Lynn. Yeah, she's village childminder. She was going bonkers, <laughs> uh, right? Because the because because um, who runs the pub, you won't get that, will you? Colt Savers. You know who Colt Savers is. Uh, You're too young, aren't you, Ed? Yes. He's, he was. Hey, it was my birthday, guy. so I'm slightly less young. You, well, you carry on he, with your story now. I will. He was the Colt Seavers. He was the fall guy, <laughs> Lee Majors, right? <laughs> he runs the local pub, and uh, yeah, he's only he's opening sort of strange hours. Because I tried to go last night just to get a pint with um, with recently divorced Mike. I went to go and get a pint with him, and um, you know, will he always be called that? No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, he won't. He's got a few names, I'll be honest with you. Um, but uh, I was I was off to the Grange with him, and Colt, he hadn't opened up, and Lager Lynch, she were going bonkers, and yeah, it was oh, all dear. kicking off, mate, I'll be honest with you. You know, it's not nice in front of kiddies. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> so how did your birthday go? Oh, it was brilliant. Was it? Why? Well, you know, uh, uh, we had a street party. Yeah. Um, there were lions, in. tigers. Um, and bears. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a bit of a Predator 2 joke, I believe. But. Is it? Yeah, he says that on the advert in Predator 2. Lions, <laughs> tigers. Oh, my. Oh, forget it. It's, it's the Wizard of Oz, mate. Or maybe in Predator 2 yeah, he's the quoting that then oh, Predator 2 I missed it that's Where my cultural you... background you see I go to Predator 2 you go to Wizard of Oz <laughs> Wizard 19... of Oz I'm embarrassed I'm not embarrassed Predator 2 is better is it though no. are you are you putting an argument forward <laughs> that Predator 2 is superior to the Wizard of Oz well it fits in with our sequels theme it does what do you think of Predator 2 genuinely genuine question what do you think of that uh, I've not watched that for a long time uh, there's a great scene on a train god I've really not watched that for a long time that's that's about the best I can do and it's got a very big wink to the camera moment where there's an, a skull of an alien in his little in his little um, house on the prairie ah uh, Danny Glover's in it isn't he Danny, Danny Glover is in it and he's quite good in it but it, he's good he's, in everything he's, he's working with some pretty poor material to be fair yeah he's good in everything him though I remember us talking about Lethal Weapons he's great yeah. in them he's great in yeah. Silverado that western with he's Kevin great. Klein he's, he's great. great in um, 
Ah, oh, it'll come to me. The the uh, the tension. No, the this tension isn't working listeners. well, is it? Predator it'll come two. to me. He wears what? a blue suit in the film I'm thinking of, but that's not going to work very well, is it? Wes Anderson um, film, but you hate Wes Anderson. Uh, films. Oh, hang on, hang on. I'll just go and get some coal in. <laughs> While you talk about Wes Anderson, I like his early stuff. It's good. The oh, Royal that's Tenenbaums. even worse. That's even worse, isn't it? It's no. even worse. I don't like. Oh, his oh it's, it sounds terrible when I'm saying you like his early stuff. Yeah, I, I get what you're doing there, making me out to be a right pretentious twat. No, no, you're not. You're not, you're not at all. I like it. Genuinely, like, genuinely. I know I've mentioned this film before. The Royal Tenenbaums yeah. is a cracking movie. Bill Murray is hilarious in it. Yeah, and. Um, it's just very, very well done, and I love it. So I, you're I, not knocking me off that one. It's great. I'm not knocking you on that, and I can't knock you on it because I've never seen it. You but, should do. Um, Danny Glover's brilliant in it. Is he in it? Yeah. Oh, it's a great film, isn't it? That Royal Adam <laughs> Bounds or something. I know. Ben I'm going to make a film well. that no really one funny. can say the title of. I know. Stop it. Uh, I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not a sequel, though, so we're, we're off task. We're off topic. Do you know a sequel I quite like? Gene Hackman's in it as well. Love him. Sorry, go on. Go on. Tell me oh, a no, sequel. No, we can't no, talk no. about sequels yet because we haven't okay, done the yeah, theme right. tune or anything. It's too okay. early. We'll, we'll talk about them later. Uh, we'll talk about right. them later. Um, fine, fine. If there's some background noise, right, I've had it's to. It's because you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I've had to open the window because it's boiling in me after. That doesn't explain why I keep hearing windows noises. Oh no, it's me. It's me phone charger. I've just pulled it out now. That was the last little noise you'll hear from that. Yeah, right. I've given it some discipline. Can um, I can I read you out a sign that I saw at um, an English yeah. heritage place I went to the Please. other day? Please. The playground is closed, but there's still plenty of space to run around and play games like sleeping lions. This is what we've become. What a time to be alive. I just I just like to imagine the person writing that, like, what games do kids play? Well, we're going to make them play Sleeping Lions. We don't want any trouble yeah. in the gardens. Yeah, or indeed Key Stage 3. Get them doing sleep, <laughs> Sleeping Lions. Well, I have That'll to say, it was them. a bit unnerving as we arrived, all these children just laying out across all the fields, motionless. <laughs> 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 yeah, that is eerie, actually, if you picture that. <laughs> it was. There were no adults to be seen. It's it's haunting, <laughs> isn't it? It's haunting. So, mate, this weekend, we're supposed to be at a oh, wedding. Was... Wedding was cancelled. But we're Quite, going, we'd, yeah. we'd booked a cottage, so we're off. And then we were home for a few days, and then we were looking forward to our Spanish holiday. That's mm. off. Yeah. So, but we've managed to book, um, we were going with our pals to Spain, so we've managed to book somewhere else. A kind of contrast. If you've got Spain at one end of the spectrum, we're off to the, <laughs> we're going to um, the west coast of Scotland. It's going to be chuffing, freezing. But well, we're buzzing about it. They're one and the same, aren't they, really? They are. Same dog hot only Spain. washed. Yeah. Hot, hot Spain, soggy Scotland. That's going to be it. So the next time we do a, a, a podcast, we may still be in between those trips. But um, yeah, well, so that's, I think we might have to have a bit of a gap, mightn't we? Because if you're on holiday yeah. next week, I'm on holiday the week after. Oh, are you? Oh, yeah, we're going to have oh, to have yeah. a, a hiatus. Yeah, that'll be, it'll be all right. Everyone will cope. They could go back and listen to the first 24 again. Indeed, yeah. First absolutely. 24. There were some highlights, wasn't there? Somewhere, yeah. I can't, I can't think of any. <laughs> but there were. A I was going to do a highlights episode, but it wasn't long enough. <laughs> Just do a ten minuter. <laughs> there was that one when you got all narky about me cup of tea I made you. Which were, I don't think that was one. That was several. Yeah. That was a, that was a whole series about your tea. And there was the one where you you woke up naked in a park. Oh no! That I don't was think a we dream. aired that one, did we? That was a dream. <laughs> Um, Thanks for bailing me out. That was good. <laughs> yeah, so it's all been happening, hasn't it? So it's all been happening well, in the village, anyway. Indeed, I've been, I've been sitting around doing um, recordings of training for next year, which oh, has brought you? about some 
interesting quirks to 2020 that I've not encountered before. What do you mean? Um, well, so I have to sit at my laptop and I have yeah. to, uh, I've had to f- learn all this new software and get all this new mm. equipment and try and dispel my anxiety about the fact that the most usable room in the house in the daytime, because Kate's working downstairs with appointments mm. with, with patients, um, is my bedroom. So I'm shooting after this stuff in my bedroom and there's a cupboard behind me and it just, it, it, it worries me because I know that people are going to watch it be like, is that your bedroom? Is that your yeah. cupboard? So I'm trying to Is that to just, a gimp not, mask? Yeah, exactly. What's in the cupboard? Anyway, um, the thing that's new to me, I mean, that's new anyway, but it's I'm, I'm all right with that, really, is uh, captions. So university mm. policy is that everything has to have captions on it for accessibility. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God, that's going to take ages. But then I realized most software now does auto-captions. Oh, does it? And I thought, I better just check them before I, you know, before I let loose. You know, I, I, I don't want them to... Because I've used auto-captions on YouTube and they're really inaccurate and hilarious sometimes. But I thought, mm. they might say something really bad. So mm. I, I started looking through them. Oh. My. God. Why? It's, <laughs> I'm glad I looked through them is all I can say. Right. Um... They don't say what you say is the simplest thing to say. Oh, to, to. no. So, I, can I read you a couple of samples? I, yeah. I did post yeah, this I'd love on Twitter, you to, so yeah. Forgive me if listeners have seen this before, but... Right, so... Uh, the first... So, it, it sections it into little sort of 10-second clips, and one of them says... This is, this is the auto subtitles. It says, I'm course leader for the secondary PGCE and I'm also the maths lead for secondary maths. And I do primary maths, so I'm pretty messed in the hole. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, what? You messed in the hole? <laughs> I was immersed in the hole, is what I said. Yes. And continued the sentence. But it said I was messed in the hole. Well, I don't even want to think about what that actually means because it's just gross. Um, do you want a couple more? Yeah. As maths trainees, you are hugely indignant. <laughs> I said yeah. in demand. I said that, in that, demand. I, I don't think I'll be able to use that software. <clears throat> well, you can auto-correct. You can, can manually you? correct it. I love this one. Uh, the point that I want to do is stand the sexual tension. Don't we all? And what I said is, at that point, that's all I want to do. That's the end of section one. Yeah, sexual tension. <laughs> I think you should leave that in. You might get people signing up. <laughs> Chuff me, I'm off to do maths. And I love this one as well. <laughs> the Pope's at this order is to figure out where you are with your stupid knowledge now against the English. <laughs> that's a good one and what I actually said was um, the purpose of this audit is to figure out where you are with your subject knowledge now mm. against the English curriculum so I'm going to stop there but it's been it's, it's hard work uh, uh, that, actually mate. I've got one more because I'm talking maths I have to say algebra sometimes and it replaces it with I'll do Bruh, as in B-R-U-H. I'll do bruh. I'll do uh, bruh. <laughs> I'll do bruh. I'll do hey. bruh. Hey, I'll do bruh. I'll do bruh. <laughs> and I'm glad we're not in America, because I, I also said, okay. and two for hire, and it replaced it with Antifa, Ohio. Which is... Uh, in, Conspiracy is, is, is central. Is, 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 is where... <laughs> Conspiracy theory is central. It? Oh yeah. gosh! Anti-fascists yeah. in Ohio. Yes. Oh, and so, <laughs> so I've just kind of, uh, I'm pulling my hair. Well, what few hairs I've got left? I should never say that phrase. Really, I'm pulling my hair out because no. everything's taken twice as long. It's funny doing it, but it's bloody painstaking. Business. It sounds painstaking. Recording stuff and then having to type mm. it all up and listen to it back is. Mm. is a yeah. whole 2020 thing I could do without but <laughs> anyway um, and it no, was my birthday a, I, uh, yeah I'll, I'll, I don't want to I think we've, did you just mention our birth, my birthday earlier I did yeah 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 it was great move on <laughs> okay it can't be easy hitting your 30s I wouldn't know 
at um, the age of 29. <laughs> sure, Finnell, you've had an hard life. hey well I know with birthdays and that it's a funny one isn't it because I'm 50 this year and I'm I'm like worried I might not be able to have a little shindig I want a shindig and I'm a bit worried that Colt won't open up the pub and uh, let me have a little shindig so I'll tell you what I've got a couple of months I'll come round and I'll I'll throw your present like yeah. a paper boy towards your door that would be great will and you do that it. anyway that's all I'll do do that anyway then you won't have to come to me shindig well you know I, I love buying you presents for your birthday Hal okay I know where this is going but you can you're gonna be embarrassed when it's not passive, the parcel, it's not passive aggressive at all yeah the parcel arrives that I posted Listen, about just 10 for, minutes just, before just for this. context Hal sent me a text to maybe three days before my birthday so <laughs> what's your address and your postcode yeah and I was dead excited and I was like a dog waiting for his owner to come home oh no look, looking, looking at the letterbox on my birthday that's the saddest story I've ever heard <laughs> <laughs> I'm nearly crying do you know what came through the post a bill yes a bill <laughs> And a reminder that I need to renew some insurance. So great, happy, happy birthday! birthday. <laughs> um, no, no genuinely, a... lockdown birthdays are super weird. Though I mean, I know we're not technically yeah. in lockdown now, but they're super weird because people don't know what to do, and people are kind of like uh, a number of relatives and friends have been like, "Yeah, I've I've got you something, but I'm not gonna, you know, send it." They're, they're fibbing, so, aren't they? They are. They're lying, frankly. Um, but I think it is weird, and and the, I'm sure the prime minister today has said that we shouldn't get lackadaisical about lockdown. Right. So maybe we're still in it. I don't know. I don't know. I've no idea. Can I tell you something? Yeah, tell me something you've done because I'm just wittering. No, um, we watched me and brother-in-law rubber daz. We watched, um, well, we had a bit of time suddenly. We had a bit of an afternoon, and it was weird because it was unplanned. It was all very strange. We just suddenly had two hours with no responsibilities, but we had Ooh. to stay in our house um, to look after a puppy. It's a long story. There's a puppy, and we have to look after a puppy. Is so, the puppy still alive? I think so. I mean, it's not moved. Well, you did all right then. Yeah. Um, you know, so he said, "Put a fil- He's much younger than me, and he's much younger like than you. Ed. He's forty-one, and so he said, "Put a film on that that I haven't seen, and that's really good, and that's a right lovely challenge." Um, you know, cause it is. Yeah, it's a good one. Isn't it. What film do you need to show someone? Do you want someone to see? Now, I'm thinking sort of... Na- so I went straight to the 90s, 1990s. I'm thinking, right, let's have what's in, what's what's available. So I, instead of going to my Blu-rays, I went to my DVDs and I got the usual suspects out. Have you seen that? I have seen it a few times. Yeah, and... Well, I'd seen it a few times, but I've not watched it for... It must be over ten... It must be over a decade that I've not watched it. So I am. Um, Stephen Baldwin's him, in that, isn't he? Yeah, and he's really good in it, and it's the only thing yeah. he's ever been really good in ever. Well, well, and also what he was like, he's, he's had a hideous like drug problem, hasn't he? And it, yeah, he, to me, he, even in that film, it's quite clear that he's got a drug problem, but he's great yeah. in it. He's not right in the head, um, no, but he's um, no. Well, I put it on and I said, "You don't know the twist, dear," because a lot of people haven't seen films, have they? It's like Seven and films. Yeah. It's films from the mid nineties, really, where there was those super twists. So more recently, like The Sixth Sense, where people know the twist but they've never actually watched the film. So I didn't. I actually said to him, "Do you know the ending of the film?" He said, "I haven't got a clue." He said, "I don't know anything about it." Brilliant. So it was absolutely mint. But watching it again after, as I say, a decade or so, I'm not kidding. It was just brilliant the way it's composed yeah. the way the shots are put together the introduction of the characters the script it's just 
it's almost it must be almost perfect is but, it Brian Singer that did that? Yes, it is. Yeah, and he's had a. I don't know if I, I've heard things about him more recently, and I'm not across his story. But there's all sorts of good people involved. Uh, the composer is the editor, isn't it? Christopher Macquarie, I think. He's he's the editor of the movie, but also that produces a lovely score, proper yeah. like 1940s feel thriller kind mm. of noirish score. I, I absolutely love Guillermo del Toro's performance in that. To play someone so incoherent and wacky and just go, yeah, this is what I'm going to do with this character. I love it. I absolutely love it. There's a bit in the lineup that I was waiting for because I'd I'd read some trivia on it where the famous shot, the iconic shot of them in a lineup, and they all start giggling. Now, apparently, Brian Singer was really, really cheesed off with them because they kept cracking up laughing <laughs> when they were filming and they spent all day on it and he proper lost his rag. And after he'd lost his rag, um, Del Toro farted. <laughs> farted. <laughs> so they all cracked up again. They all absolutely keg themselves laughing. And that's the shot that's in the film. I love those so things. go back and have a look. I'm sure you could probably catch it on YouTube. But do, if you want to give yourself a treat, and it's been a long time since you've watched it, you can know the ending. Yeah. Obviously, I knew the ending. But it was great. It didn't, it didn't dampen anything. I, I was watching um, Kevin Spacey's performance even closer. Yeah. And the, the the sort of details of what was going on around it, around um the sort of scenes in the in the police precinct. Just really, really, really great. Movies with so, um movies with big twists like that remind me I've got a really fond memory of like when when we lived abroad in, in yeah. the Middle East, we'd go to the cinema and you'd have Arabic subtitles, but the films were just, you know, they were normal, as it were. Yeah. They, weren't, they weren't dubbed. Um, but the funny thing was, the, the cinemas were obviously run by locals, and the yeah. companies that were running the cinemas were local companies, like Middle Eastern companies, obviously. They weren't, they weren't like Showcase or anything like that. No. Um, so the, the programs that you would get, you know, you'd pick up the leaflet to see what films are at, or the booklet. Mm. <clears throat> they I wish we'd have kept one they were just a constant source of amusement because they would spoil the films in the little synopsis <laughs> every yeah, yeah. time so if it was the sixth sense the synopsis yeah. would be something like man doesn't realise he's dead <laughs> <laughs> rating <Yeah>. 12 <laughs> yeah yeah that's brilliant yeah. Lion King Lion Cub gets sad when dad is murdered by brother <laughs> It's a sledge. <laughs> yeah. So no, I don't. I don't get your sledge joke. You're gonna have to explain. Citizen Kane, mate. Uh, Rosebud. Rosebud. Um, but yeah, it was just. It was just so funny. Like we yeah. knew most of the films anyway. So it's so. But you'd read some of them going, well, I don't need to see that now. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is really funny. That <laughs> Apparently, um, and I, I won't give it away, I'll try not to give it away, but just it became the, the habit of, of vandals to put an arrow above one of the actors' heads, you know, in, the, in answer to the question, who is Kaiser so <laughs> And this is because I put it on Twitter. I put, I've just watched The Usual Suspects from my brother-in-law and it's mint. I just, I just, because I just thought it was great watching it with someone else who hadn't seen yeah. it, basically. And um, a, a few people messaged back going, they had it ruined for them by, by basic graffiti. <laughs> and someone had put, like, a speech bubble on the film poster going, it's me! <laughs> I'm Kaiser Soze! You know. That's... that's just, uh, uh, trolling before Twitter, isn't it? It's, it is, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah, analogue trolling <laughs> it's great isn't it so we watched that and that was just great and we're we're plowing on with our um our commitment to the x-files we're up to season yeah. four and it's just brilliant but and, and i've got to say it's it, it's it's just well i've said it's brilliant it's just brilliant it's it's a brilliant show my and my five-year-old would call it brilliotic that's his favorite right word. It's brilliotic, right? There you go. It's mint and brilliotic. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Um, so we've been ploughing on with that, really. We've not watched anything else. It's just like taking over our lives. 
Yeah. I did a proper job though the other day. I went into an actual school with humans. Oh my god. Yeah. It was all safely distanced, so they were kind of spaced out on chairs like in like on tables, sorry. Don't cross they the line. Di- yeah, it was a bit like one of them crackers <laughs> schools, you know, where they've gone. Stand in the box. With, they've gone mental without behaviour. <laughs> it felt like that. And the head was right all over it. She's dead nice. She's a dead nice lady and she was like, uh, don't touch rack off and that was just to me as I was like parking my car um, it was great though it was a nice morning nice morning with them I had to uh, I, I was being shown round a school the other day and yeah. um, the lady showing us round just said um, try not to touch anything because we've got to clean after you, you've left and we have to clean everything that you've touched <laughs> 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 were, you, were you dressed as a caveman? So we're like, <laughs> trying to prod yeah. everything with our elbows and sticks to open doors. They were doors only winding you up. That you you went right, and they've got the CCTV out, and they're absolutely kegging themselves, laughing. Look at, with, and they put the soundtrack MC Hammers. You can't touch this underneath you, having a look round this school with your elbows. Ding 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 ding. Can't touch this. Dude. <laughs> And they're all just kegging themselves, laughing. Yeah, I suspect you're not wrong. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just another 2020 story, isn't it? You know. Oh, mate, I'm missing hugging now. I, I, I felt like I had a really nice morning with them. And they were all yeah. dead nice, as they always are, these primary teachers. They were all buzzing. We had a really nice morning. And, like, I didn't want to hug them all, but I felt like... You can't shake hands or anything, can you? Yeah, it's, and it's, it's horrible. There's just there's still like slightly awkward, cold moments, isn't there? Where you're just like, bye then. <laughs> yeah, it's that. No, you've just nailed it. You've just you've just hit it there. It's 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 um it's having to be cold about it when actually you're full of you know you've just had a good session or whatever and you're full of it and you're feeling good and I don't know just a, a nice handshake. I've, I've you got know. a solution for you, Hal. Go on. What you need to do is, is if you're really happy, you just want to kind of exude that happiness about yeah. the situation. Just go right. I'm going to do your little dance. What? And I just do a dance. And then yeah, no music, no nothing. Just oh man, you know, come on, truffle, Eileen. truffle. I'll be I'll be straight up. If come on, Eileen, they don't want me move. Stacking boxes, dealing the cards, whatever the move's going to be. Just <laughs> just do it to your own beat. What? What's that one when you pretend you're in a canoe and you're all like, not a canoe, you know, you all wish, sit I together wish, on the I floor. I wish people could see you right now. <laughs> I'm doing it now. What's Who that? the hell does that in a canoe, Hal? Who the hell waves their arms in the air back Me and forth? Me at Bugney's. Right. <laughs> now, what's that dance where everyone gets on the floor? It's called the canoe who. It's not. You're not taking it seriously. <laughs> No, I am. I'm the one telling you to do it. But you just need to do a bit of a dance. Do a moonwalk, whatever it's going to be. Do a spin and a point to the air. Stand on your toes and go, ow, whatever it's going to be. I can do know. a moonwalk, mate. No worries. People might look that. at you strange, but what's new there? You know. I wish they'd stop. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, what was our theme this week? And have we got a jingle? Right, let's, let's, let's pause for the jingle. <gasps> Slightly quiet crap films. That <laughs> that's so brilliant that jingle that you've inserted yeah and you know I'm going to add a banjo next week it's going to be great yeah, cool yeah and cool. birds chirping oh mm, in time with the uh, I don't know what it I'm does saying. need work <laughs> <laughs> right the main yeah. feature the uh, yeah. slightly quite crap films where we talk about, and I forgot to do this at the beginning of the podcast, we talk about mm. films that are a bit crap, but we love them. And even though yeah. we call it crap, we it's a term of endearment in this house. It is. Um, we wouldn't talk about them if we didn't like them most of the time. So our theme for this week is sequels. Um, because I was talking about Alien Covenant last time, which oh, is a sequel. Yeah. I'm not going to spend any time on it, because you can listen to the other one if you want to, mm. but that kind of spurned the sequels idea um, and sequels have come up a few times because they generally fall into the category of slightly quite crap yeah. um, so I'm going to pass over to you because I think you've got some recommendations from people which is kind yeah of I've got a few in 
few mm-hmm. in. Um, just, uh, just there was I lost track to be honest because at the same time that I, I put a call out for sequels, I put a tweet out about sh- how cats should wear trousers, and it went mental. And I, and I've I've <laughs> still got that <laughs> that need to be my sort of well mannered on Twitter. There's some rude gets on Twitter, but I'm not one of them, right? Because I try and respond to everyone so even if it's just an emoji which is a bit lazy but um, I'd just like to say yes thank you for that um, yeah. tweet do you, you've sent. do you respond to the snark as well though I don't I can't uh, I don't I'll be honest with you I think people are, are very gentle with me I don't get a lot of that because I don't think I invite it too much uh, I've had a bit and I, I think I I think I've 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 had a lot of snark I've had I had someone have a go at me once when I was actually being dead we would it was quite a nice little twittery thing you know when things get on a roll and it's just fun yeah there's some people don't know what fun is because no. basically they're weird or creepy or whatever and someone sent me a bit of a nasty tweet alluding to the fact that I'm not a full-time teacher that's why I've got to be in my bonnet about oh. it probably that I'm not a full-time teacher and that I just take advantage of um, of schools um, and stuff and was really horrible and but God. I don't know who it is because they were fairly anonymous but if I found them or if I found out who they were I'd um, I'd punch him in the face, right? That's, Hard. That's and then emotion. That's emotionally is, driven. That then I'd hide their yeah. shoes. I'd hide their shoes, yeah. and then if I died, I'd come back and I'd stand at the end of their bed, pointing at them, saying, <laughs> "Who's the daddy now?" I'm um, glad this hasn't. I'm glad this hasn't affected you. You know what no, I'd do so with I've, the shoes? Take off the little. Bits on the laces because that's really yeah. annoying. Or I'd just tie the plastic bits together. off the ends. People know the I names do. of those because of that film Cocktail. They talk about it, don't they? What is what's it called? The little things on the ends of your laces. He I talks about. There's a scene in Cocktail where he talks about how oh, someone's made a million. It's from been it. a while since I've yeah. seen that. No, I'm only. I'm kind of only kidding, but I do get bothered by snark when it's. I'm steering you off I'm, track. Yeah, I'm never. I never do it to anyone. <laughs> I'd never do it. Anyway. Anyway, sequels we talked about. So we got Kelly. She was straight in with Kelly. She's straight in with Jaws 2. That's why she's one of the best people there is, Kelly. Yeah. And yeah. then there's Rachel are Bostwick. There, are, there, are there two sharks in Jaws 2? No, but it's bigger. Oh. Um, Rachel, Rachel Bostwick, our good friend. Um, Grease 2. She put Grease too, oh. and then there was a Twitter silence. Everything went quiet, <laughs> and uh, she she then tweeted again immediately, going, "Have I said that out loud?" <laughs> I had to say, Rachel, chuff me, love. What are you thinking? But it's got Michelle Pfeiffer in it, hasn't it? Yeah, well, it's making me wonder who else is. It. I bet because I don't know about you. I watch some old films sometimes, and one of the great fun things is going, "Oh, it's got you in it." Yeah. Uh, no, no, it's great, isn't it, doing that? But Grease 2, uh, yeah, Rachel said that. Martin, who who's just started that new band called Martin. Yeah. Uh, Doc Martin. He suggested Caddyshack 2. I've not seen that, so thank you, No, Martin. I haven't either. I'm not... I, I think he knows the remit of I'm not a huge fan of, of Caddyshack. It, it, yeah. yeah, I can't remember it, mate. Um, love- Louise... Sorry, Louise, man. one of my fellow Jaws fans, she stepped up. She stepped up to the plate and gave gave us not Lake Placid two. Oh no, <laughs> Lake Placid three. She <gasps> gave us because two's crap, but three crap. is mint. Three, three is unwelcome. I'd say. And Stephen, Stephen got in touch and, and really politely asked if anyone had seen American Psycho two, to which we all went. Uh, no. But then I found it. I found it on Amazon Prime, and it's got some last going bonkers in it. And someone whose name I didn't get written down, The Fly 2. The Fly 2. Oh, so, I've seen that. It's got a yeah, hideous okay. scene in an elevator. Yeah, it's okay. I remember it. When I worked yeah. at the cinema back in the day when I met that lady from Police Academy, the little lady with the squeaky voice, Fly 2 were on. Fly two were on, and um, she planted a tree. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that, that, that's uh, that's from uh, our pals out there. Sequels, S- sequels that fit into the slightly crap territory. 
Yeah. I've got to just mention one that I think is brilliant. Can we do that now, Ed? Well, it's it's a two-way process, Al, so you go for it. Right, well, I think brilliant sequels, and you reminded me, when you said Gene Ackman before, when you were defending some of those films that you like, Mm. um, I thought of The French Connection 2, which, as a younger man, I think I watched numerous yeah. times it's blooming brilliant French Connection's great but French Connection 2 is mint and brilliant and wonderful and I think in the future we should do um, we should concentrate on some films from the 70s because yeah. um, there's lots of slightly crap films <laughs> in the 70s but it'll Indeed. give us an excuse to talk about some good ones is Gene uh, have you seen it the second have one have you seen French Connection no. 2 is Gene Hackman in it? Oh yeah, Popeye Doyle. He's brilliant. I love he that you say, it. "Oh yeah," like it's a given. Most sequels don't have almost no one from the original cast. Very true. Very true. Um, he was. It must have been contracted in. A bit like uh, Roy Scheider in Jaws Two. He didn't want to do mm. it, but he was contracted. Um, I don't think Richard Dreyfuss was. So they were desperate to get him, but he wouldn't. He wouldn't do it. Um, which is a shame because actually Jaws Two is okay. I, I quite like Jaws Two, and I'll, well, I'll Arn- Arnold Schwarzenegger it. wanted to do Predator Two, I think, but it, I can't remember. It? It, either, either he cost too much, or ah. or it was scheduling conflicts or whatever. But they had to. Oh right, take I didn't realise that. Oh right. Yeah. Um, other other good ones. Um, I think there's. Um, it's the Godfather Two, Godfather Part Two, which um, yeah, and, yeah. So, but that, I mean, that's not yeah. a slightly quite crap film in the slightest. That's just a flipping it's cracking great. It's sequel. Great. Yeah, th- I think. But, but that's that's a hard thing to come by, isn't it? Godfather. Really yeah, good. it is. It's unusual. It's unusual, yeah. and my, we my, can know we can look to the Empire Strikes Back, can't we? And yeah, and, 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 and my Max sister too. recommended um, Bill and oh. Ted's Bogus Journey. What a brilliantly <laughs> thought out scene! Yeah. Like genuinely, I remember watching the yeah. first one and thinking. What a pile of crap! But the second one actually makes is really funny. Yeah, um, yeah. So it can be done. Terminator Two, brilliant be. sequel. But um, the one I'm going to yeah. concentrate on, I'm just going to mention one very quickly and talk yeah, about go. one just for a few moments, and then I'll pass over to you. Um, the one I've, I've 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 got a real soft spot for is a film called Force Ten from Navarone, which is a war film, and it's a really really belated sequel to um, um, The Guns of Navarone, which had Gregory Peck in. Um, Force 10 from Navarone, it's got Harrison Ford in it between Star Wars and The Empire Strikes Back. And it's got Robert Shaw from Jaws. And it's got Edward Fox. It's got a great cast. It's got Richard Keel in it. You know, who played Jaws in the Bond movies and played the humanoid <laughs> in the film of the same name. Uh, Richard Keel's in it. And also Franco Nero, who was in a lot of spaghetti westerns and he was also the villain in Die Hard 2, oh. which is which is great as well. It's um, quite a good sequel, that. Yeah. yeah, I liked it, even though they just crash a whole plane full of people just to make a point but um, <laughs> don't they it's pretty grim um, Force 10 from Navarone is 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 a really old fashioned film it's a film out of time it's made 10 years too late it's it's got um it's got all the tropes that you'd expect from a war movie of the 60s where you know, a bit like Kelly's Heroes. It's got that sort of um, feel to it. It mm. came in on the bootstraps of um, a film called A Bridge Too Far, which was a huge, big, big budget war film from yeah. Richard Attenborough. But Force 10 from Navarone, it works, you know? It's slightly crap, <laughs> which is why I wanted to mention it. <laughs> but that didn't stop me purchasing the Blu ray special edition from. Yeah. Indicator Films. Indicator Films, producers of high-quality Blu-rays. Yeah, I went and bought it, and it's mint. And uh, I recommend it. And the the extras are pretty cool. And um, anyway, that's one film. That's one slightly crap film. But I love it. 
and it also falls into that category of emotional tapestry of my childhood going to the cinema with my dad and my mum yeah. and that and with my brother we probably I think we went and watched that the film just I'll, I'll talk a little bit about and then I'll hand over to you Creep Show 2 Ooh. have you seen it? I haven't seen either of them I, I, I suspect ah. there's more than two <laughs> There is a Creepshow 3, but it's got <laughs> nothing to do with the other two. Um, nobody's involved, I don't think, with um, that's involved with the first two. Creepshow and Creepshow 2 come from Stephen King. Stephen King's short stories um, worked up with uh, the input of George Romero, who made all the Night of the Living Dead films. Yeah. Um, he, uh, they, they, they in, in the first film, it's very much them. Stephen King's even in it uh, in the first film. It's one of those. Uh, films he was always got... in his own film. He was always a cameo in, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's actually cameoing in Creepshow too, as well. But he's, mm. um, it, it's kind of Creepshow was pretty effective and, and kind of again old fashioned because it was trying to do that. It was trying to be like these 1950s horror mags, which were particularly an American kind of thing. But I think as a kid of the 70s and 80s, I was more than aware of them. Tales of the Crypt and, and, and stuff like that. Um, so it, it, the, the, the first one works really well. You get Leslie Nielsen in a serious role, Ted Danson in a serious role. It, it's a pretty cool movie, the first one. And if you don't like all the stories, if you don't like this particular story, there's another four that you might like. <laughs> now, Creepshow 2, Creepshow 2 comes in seven years later, or, sorry, no, five or six years later. It's 1987. And it was, it was quite, I remember it coming out because I was desperate to see it because I was kind of obsessed with Stephen King. I was obsessed with George Romero, and um, I really, really wanted to see Creepshow too. But I couldn't get to see it. I had to wait for the video to come out. Um, I remember watching it and thinking it was tripe. <laughs> I thought it was crap. It was crap. I thought it was crap. I didn't even recognise Stephen King when he cameoed in it. I just thought this is crap. And yeah. um, that was when I was uh, eighteen. So now I'm much older, right? And I saw the bit. Um, um, Anchor, not Anchor Bay, what are they called? Arrow. Arrow Video have just released Creepshow 2 on a spanking <laughs> Blu ray. Um, so I saw that was coming out and it was pretty neat the package. You got Creepshow 2, the film, and then in the package you've got um, the comic book of the the one that they didn't put in the film because they oh, didn't nice. have the budget to make it. So you get the comic book. So it was pretty. That's pretty cool. It's a cool package, and I bought it thinking, right. I thought this was crap in 1987. I knew we were doing sequels, so I thought this is the one I'm going to watch. <laughs> I'd watched Fast Ten from Navarone again, which was slightly crap. Creepshow two, I put on, and it's only three stories, and they're not great, and they're all the same. They're pretty much. They're all the three, same. Yeah, it's the, they're the same dog only washed, mate. It's basically st you, if you're a bad person, you'll get punished. Right. So in the first film, you know, it's not giving anything away when some innocent old people who run a shop they get murdered by some hoodlums, and I recognised one of the hoodlums who um, who's in some sort of Netflix series now, but obviously now. He's about 60, you know, but <laughs> then he was a hoodlum. Um, and they, you know, and then... Did you, when you were watching get, the Netflix thing, did you go, oh, that's Hoodlum 7? No, I didn't, no. But when I was watching Creepshow 2, I went, Chuffin' hell, it's him from that programme about those blokes profiling serial killers in the 70s. I can't remember the name of the show. Mindhunter, that was it. Oh, yeah, Oh, is it yeah, the, the, uh, the main character in that, the older guy? Yeah, yeah, the old oh, guy, he's the old copper. Love him. Yeah, he's yeah. brilliant. You're watching him creep show too, and you think, he's just a young actor making his yeah. way in Hollywood. And it kind of, I'm not joking now, it, I warmed to the film because of him. And he plays <laughs> a right nasty bastard in it. And he gets his just desserts. That was the first one. Second, so there's three short stories. The second short story actually is the one I like the best. And it's, four horny kids on a raft <laughs> in the middle of a lake and there's this basically this floating oh my God, I've oil read this. slick yeah I've read yeah. the book 
This Have is you from read the Skeleton raft? Crew, yeah. Yes, it's in Skeleton yeah. Crew. And it basically eats them. And it's brilliant because you just look at it and you think, this is low-budget horror movie filmmaking at its best. Yeah. You know, it, the raft is basically a bin I've just put it up there. I actually, I'm going to go and yeah. watch the film now because I remember that story so, in that cool. book. There's loads of stories in that book and that's the one that stuck out yeah. to me. I was like, wow. Right. Watch it. Oh, or I'll lend it yeah. If you, I'll, 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 I'll lend it yeah. I think The um, Mist is in Skeleton Crew as well. Yeah, yeah. It's the, uh, or is it different seasons? It's in, it's in one or the other. No, you know the yeah. film The Mist? I think that's a short yeah, yeah. story in Skeleton yeah, Crew. Yeah. The book. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right, yeah. I mean, Skeleton Crew is mint. Yeah, it is. Stephen King fans, isn't it? But, uh, sorry, I'm just conscious of time, but the... Um, yeah. The uh, the third story is is the fan favourite. People like it the best. I think it's pretty good. Um, Lois Childs, who was um, she was in um, oh, my mind's gone blank now. She was in quite a few movies in the seventies and, and and early eighties, and then she's in this, and it's quite an exploitationy kind of film. Hmm. It's quite a, it's kind of going down market a little bit, I think, in many ways. <laughs> but she's really good in it, and basically she runs over a hitchhiker. And then the hitchhiker comes after her. So the three stories are all about revenge. I think the one in the middle, it's basically an oil slick having revenge on horny teenagers. Having <laughs> there's, there's a big, you know, there's a lot of academic writing, I think, around that middle story. About actually, the, you know, like there is about horror. If you're a yeah. horny teenager, basically you're going to get done. You're going to, it's like yeah. all the Friday the 13th films. If you have sex in those films, then you are then dead. You're, you're dead, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I actually when I got to the end of it it's a bit the 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 stuff that in the first creep show the cartoon there's cartoony segments in it and they're really good in it they look great in the creep show too they look like they've been done by someone who worked for Hanna Barbera on there and they're doing it on the day <laughs> off in a rush and it's a bit crap and the sort of the crypt, the crypt keeper is a bit Crap! Really, looks a like dungy. a supply teacher. Um, but, <laughs> and Tom Savani's in it. Yeah, Tom Savani's in it. The makeup guy. He's got a little cameo in it with a mask on. So there's a lot to recommend it through the lens of what we're interested in for the yeah. pod. So it's worth na- and it is I think it's dead on 90 minutes or so it's as close to 90 minutes you know it's it's one Sold. of those soul yeah <laughs> and I think you can probably get it streamed and if you if you can't you can anyone could just give me a shout and I'll lend it um. <laughs> that's that's gonna work or go to Arrow Video and purchase your own copy that'll do um, <laughs> that'll do uh we got we got when I mentioned one oh one films last time we got a like and a retweet on our I saw that, so, yeah. That's yeah. one step closer to sponsorship. <laughs> what are you what what's your sequel then? Oh well I watched a few. I mean I before we'd even decided on sequels, about a week yeah. prior to the last podcast I watched Frozen Two, which not off, not, not on my own. That is like the I'm not gonna say much about it except that it's dreadful, but also <laughs> I'm stunned that a movie with so much money and so many people yeah. behind it can be so incoherent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Frozen Two just out of cinemas and onto Disney Plus, uh, and then so and then after this, the last podcast, I went went out and sought out a couple of sequels, yeah. and I watched uh, Karate Kid Part Two just for a bit of a laugh. Um, Is that got a girl in it? Yeah, I couldn't quite... No, that's part four. I couldn't quite uh, remember part two. I remember part three quite vividly. That's the one where there's an American guy with a ponytail who basically teaches yeah. him a, a naughty way of karate where you try and hurt people really badly. Um, and Mr. Miyagi gets sad because he's, so, he's not so bothered about Mr. Miyagi anymore. Uh, part two I could barely remember, but they go to Japan in part two. Um, and it's all about Mr. Miyagi's family and, and his oh, yeah. his family history. It's a bit silly, really. Um, but the only thing that, that I really enjoyed in it is the main bad guy is has held a grudge about Mr. Miyagi for, like, 50 years, and it's wiped out in about three minutes at the end of the film. But all, <laughs> but all the way through, until the grudge is wiped out, the, bag, the supposed bad guy, he speaks like this all the time, and he's very angry, yeah. and Mr. Miyagi, I'm going to kill you. I still hold this grudge and then the grudge oh, is wiped man. out towards the end and it's like 
Mr. Miyagi, I'm so grateful that we've managed to bury the hatchet. <laughs> it's like, were you just putting on that voice the whole time? It must be really bad for your throat. Anyway. Oh, God. Um, that sounds... That sounds... I'm not, I'm not, like, tempted, to be honest. No, but it, it brings in themes that, that, that kick in with, with the, the main one I want to talk about. So the main one I want to talk about is called U.S. Marshals, and you might be thinking, oh, yeah. is that even a sequel? What's that? Yeah. It's... Uh, a, a semi-sequel if you like to The Fugitive and The Fugitive came out in 1993 mm. um, with Harrison Ford and Tommy Lee Jones Tommy Lee Jones famously on on the way home from one of the scenes said to uh, one of the, the the other actors he said well this isn't going to win any Oscars is it <laughs> and then he won an Oscar for it <laughs> <laughs> And then in 1998, he comes back and is the lead role in U.S. Marshals. That has nothing to do with Harrison Ford. But it, this is where it ties in with Karate Kid. It's basically the same film again, yeah. just with a slightly different context. Um, but so similar in so much as they pretty much reenact scenes from the original one. So... Uh, I'm not going to talk about Karate Kid two anymore, but that one, that does the same thing. There's yeah. basically rerun of of Karate Kid, just yeah. fish out a water movie. Um, U.S. Marshals, the the one of the first scenes. I mean, the first scene. Oh God, I need to talk about the first scene. The first scene. If you can see your chat in Zoom, I'm just going to post you a GIF of of the first scene. <laughs> okay. Um, the first scene is uh, unrelated to the rest of the plot, and it's just like. Tommy Lee Jones and his crew taking down a guy just for the sake of it because that's what they do and then it's never visited again for the rest of the film but he's dressed as a chicken I've seen it that is weird he's dressed as a chicken he's a man in a chicken suit and he pulls off the chicken hat and you go oh it's Tommy Lee Jones and then I'm not joking he's running around with a gun trying to act menacing dressed (laughs) as a giant fucking chicken sorry bleep, bleep that out and it's just it's such a weird tone to start the film because the fugitive's not funny the fugitive's no. really like intense and intense and then to start the sequel with him dressed as a chicken is bizarre mm. so I mean it's funny but it's tone it, the tone is off for the for what mm. you're expecting from the movie and Wesley Snipes hideously miscast in this movie <laughs> as like a an everyman who's who's framed but he's built like a brick shit house because it's Wesley Snipes and he runs around yeah. like the action star when he's not supposed to be an action star in this movie and he wears a hideous wig for the latter half of the movie which just, you just can't stop laughing every time you see him in it and I'll come back he's to crapping. Wesley Snipes I know we'll oh. come back to him in a minute because he's a whole yeah. kettle of fish yeah and it's also got Robert Downey Jr. in it yeah right right in the midst of his completely addicted to hideous drugs phase and it really with the benefit of hindsight knowing where he was in his life he's just wasted all the way through the film don't see yeah Um, (laughs) like most of the film he's got no dialogue he's just in cars looking really spaced out and and you just think you are spaced out yeah um and he himself said he hated the film and hated filming it and so oh, on. It, gets, it, it gets kind of panned by a lot of the critics it is enjoyable it, I hate to call it a dad movie but it's basically a dad movie but mm. it's got scenes like you know you know, with Harrison Ford where he jumps off the dam or, or whatever it mm. was the, the sewer pipe or whatever there's basically that scene but it's it's on top of a building he jumps off a building and um, there's the, the famous scene in the first one where it, w- that was used in the the advert where he's talking about we've got to search every outhouse, chicken house, mm. whatever it is, outhouse, hen house, hen house whore house. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They basically do that scene again for this one. It, yeah, it's just I don't I don't get why they had to do that at all. Like mm. U.S. Marshals, the first one's called the Fugitive, so he's chasing someone. I get that, but why yeah. make it? almost scene for scene and have someone who's framed like in the first it's just too similar Um, and Mm. there's a massive like an accident sets him free like in the first one yeah Um, and clearly they spent most of the budget on the accident scene and it doesn't really Mm. add any you don't watch it and go wow look at the action scene you just watch it and go well you didn't really need to film that bit you could have just I don't know 
Um, anyway, so it's a bit of a mess of a movie. It's it's a, it's a needless sequel, but I get why they did it. He won an Oscar. Everyone loved the character. I don't get why they went through all the tropes of the first film. That's just lazy in my eyes. Um, but let's get back to Wesley bloody Snipes. <laughs> why is he in this movie? Yeah. I can't stand him in so many... I mean, he's got such a reputation. And the reason why he's not in anything now is because he's such a difficult person to work with. You just I'm not going to go into right. it, but read about him in Blade 3 and what yeah. all the cast... W- felt about him in that film because he was just awful to everybody um, and mm. I know you can't stand him either <laughs> so let's get I just say <laughs> I, I don't know why because when you look at his filmography he's got some he's got some really crap films on there that totally fit the remit of what we <laughs> talk about like Passenger 57 you know oh it's just God, yeah. awful uh, but just strangely alluring which is what US Marshals was to me I remember watching it a long I think not long after it had come out on home video I loved The Fugitive or as I like to call as it The fug- fugitive. The fugitive. The fugitive. The fugitive is brilliant um, but to, to think that Wesley Snipes an actor of Wesley Snipes' Caliber can step into the shoes of Harrison Ford. Think again. I mean, I, I don't know if I can't remember Ed if Tommy Lee Jones's character is really expanded on in this, and yet the it's sort yeah. of a sequel about him, is it? I, I, I can't remember at all. It, uh, I, with the benefit of modern day cinema and, and just the, I think the quality mm. of films and certainly TV now is so much better than it used to be. I think they've really yeah. missed a trick in having some quiet scenes that just develop him because he is yeah. quite interesting. Instead, yeah. they just have this really clunky scene where he he has it out with one of his. Um, colleagues who's basically saying you always have to get your guy don't you and he's like yeah and he said if you do this it's for you it's not for us and he goes I yeah. know and that's it and you're just yeah. like that's, that's, that's not making him any more in- interesting yeah. in the slightest in anything, if anything I- it's making him more one dimensional yeah I think Wesley Snipes is is one of those actors, and and I, I'm sitting here now and I can't think of who the others are. Do you know there's some actors who make you fire up and you think they're brilliant? Them and when they rock up in Summit, you yeah. think, oh, this is great. Sean Pertwee does that to me. When Sean Pertwee <laughs> rocks up in some, I think, oh, brilliant, he's in it. Uh, and Sean Harris does that, another good English actor. When he rocks up, I'm like, yeah, this is great because he's in it. When Wesley Snipes rocks up, I think, oh, God, it's him. And, <laughs> oh, God. And I just think there, there will have been there will have been better actors than Wesley Snipes to do what he's but he's not asked to do much you've reminded me now he's not asked to do much actually in this no and, and I, mean, I don't remember him, I, do, I have to say I think he's brilliant in Blade and I love Demolition Man which hmm. is definitely a slightly quite crap film but those that are is crap those are for hmm. him those are action films yeah. and he's the main guy and he's supposed to be like a, a a stereotypical action star a bit mindless mm. lots of action lots of fighting and he's and, and he's good in those for that but yeah. for this that's yeah. not what he's supposed to be doing and he, no. and he doesn't do it much but you're just like you're not spo- why are you so buff in this film why are you such a like a meathead when yeah. you're supposed to be not that I don't know it'd be good if they had a, it's not an everyman I think that's what it is and it's yeah. it's that um you know, there's loads of other actors who play every man really quite well, and yeah. I think the film, like you say, it might just be a product of its time, and it's the sort of film that was needed—an action, high action with thin on character. Hey, I'll tell you who stuff. would have been amazing in that role: Michael who? Shannon. Michael yeah. Shannon is right. exactly the sort of yeah that that you are sort right. of character I mean to be honest the the other person who would have been great they originally wanted Samuel L. Jackson in it he'd have been so much better because he's yeah, not cause he's got, a buff he's got irony star. Yeah. Now he's got irony, hasn't he? He's got a wink in his eye. He, yeah. he, you know, he's he's just someone like Samuel L. Jackson. Lawrence Fishburne, just he would have been great. Mint. 
Um, I, I think Michael Shannon, he's one of those actors, when you see his name on the credits, you go, oh, yeah, okay, safe hands. We're in safe absolutely, hands. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and, and so, um, yeah, it, it's just, um, it, it's an interesting choice. I really wanted you to bring that one today because it's... Um, it's kind of one of the. It's kind of a product of its time, I think, and I'd be quite interested to go back and watch it ironically mm. to see how it's aged. I don't feel that, that films in the '90s should be aging, but indeed they do. But the Usual Suspects, weirdly, because of its sort of 1940s noirishness, it's it sort of gets away with it. It could yeah. have been filmed any time. Cool man. Yeah. So I don't. I don't. I think that's me done with that film. Um, yeah. I did. I genuinely enjoyed it mm. overall. Um, and yeah. to be to be fair to it, there's a scene in, uh, in in the graveyard near the end. And if you can get over the absurd wig they gave to Wesley Snipes yeah. as his disguise, um, it's really good at building up tension and suspense. And you you are genuinely on the edge of your seat, even though part of you's thinking, "I don't care about this film." You mm. you get into it in that part. Yeah. Um, and Tommy Lee Jones is pretty good in it. I don't think he's given enough room to develop, as I said, but um No. It's a great character and he's just a brilliant actor. Oh, yeah. He's great. Yeah. I, I, have you seen a film called In the Electric Mist? No, I haven't, no. It's got Tommy Lee Jones in pretty much every scene and it's brilliant and it's on Netflix and it's on Prime. It's a really good forgotten Tommy Lee Jones movie it's yeah. great so I really recommend that so what are we going to we're going to have a little break aren't we but listeners might not realise but we're going to have a few <laughs> weeks aren't we by the, by the sounds of it <laughs> yeah I think we'll probably be picking up mid to late August now um, but to yeah. be fair we've been doing a fairly quick succession yeah. haven't we of late and I've, I've um, really enjoyed it as well it's been yeah. great fun so far what what should we set a homework any films that we should be setting off or um, is there a theme that's emerged I can't think of a theme off the top of my head right now um, I think we'll have to have a th- unless you've let's got have something a think. Um, I, w- I was just thinking about um, well I was thinking about the 90s actually and mm. the, the, the remit is slightly crap and if we say that The Usual Suspects is a really good 90s movie yeah. and US Marshals is a slightly crap 90s movie, is that a starting point? Is that enough for us to go and explore what else is out there, do you think? It's quite a wide berth again, but why not? Hmm. Why not? Should we go for it and see what happens? Yeah. See what crops see what up. people come up with. Slightly crap 90s movies. Yeah. Let's go for it. There's some easy There's targets. There's some great 90s movies. Pardon? <laughs> Say that again. some easy targets in there. Yeah, yeah. I can't think of any. I'm sitting here now. I can't think of any, but they will come to me, as I hope they will come to you, Ed, as well. Let's share it and let's do it. Brilliant. Great, mate. All right, then. All right. All we'll good. Call it a day for this Th- episode. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, stay safe and we'll have a great time, whatever it is you're doing. All the best. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye. The Slightly Crack Film Podcast was brought to you by Hal Roberts and me, Ed Southall, in partnership with our wonderful sponsors, Freaky Frank's Fungal Foot Powder and Simon's Fish Bazaar, where every fish is an awkward surprise. Find us on Facebook at Crap Film Podcast, and then do it all over again on Twitter at Crap Film Podcast, because you can never get enough of a crap thing.